Welcome to All Booked Up, the Buffalo and Erie County Public Library's podcast about books, movies, and all things pop culture. I am your host, Michelle Snyder. And I am Jacob Miracle. And we are really excited to be here today. Today is a special day. It is. It's one of those one best days of the year today. Is it? Because well, it's all erased? Yeah. And we get to start anew? Yeah. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Michelle. Okay. So full disclosure... The moment that we're recording this is not actually yeah. the first day of January because I am somewhere in a cabin right now in a robe next to a fire. Uh, she's there on her own free will as well. Don't, <laughs> right, don't read too much into it. No. but um, and When I said it was the greatest day of the year, I did mean December 27th. That was exactly what I meant. Is it? It is. Is that what you really feel? Yeah. yeah. It's four degrees outside. Well, you know. Again, you shouldn't buffalo. feel that way. You should feel really bad. Why do we live somewhere where the air makes our face hurt? I don't know. No. But I think I just heard that Minnesota had like a negative 23 degree wind chill. So oh, take that, Minnesota. I love you, Buffalo. Oh, geez. And Happy New Year to everyone who's listening to this on January 1st. Um, so, yeah. So what I wanted to get into right away is I finally did like you told me to. I do listen to you, Jacob. And I you saw better. the new Star Wars movie, The Last Jedi. Yay. What'd you think? I really liked it. Yeah. There's been a lot of hate on the movie for Why some reason. Why does it have like 50% on Rotten Tomatoes? I'm confused. Yeah. A lot of a lot of people hating on it for some reason, for reasons I can't figure it out. Like, so you don't know why they're hating on it? You don't have the inside well, scoop? I have a good idea why they are. So we're going to put a slight spoiler warning here for everybody. If Uh-oh, you we are? If you haven't seen Last Jedi, there might be some hints of stuff that's happening in that movie. You we're can not going to blame gonna, Jacob. I'm going to be very nice. Yeah, we're I'm not, not going to spoil it. We're not going to tell you everything that happens, like Han Solo's resurrection. We're not going to bring that kind of stuff <laughs> up for you. He's lying. These are lies. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, I think because it's definitely the, what you expect it to be when you're walking into the front. Like, from, if you go from Force Awakens to Last Jedi, they're very different movies. Are they? Oh, yeah. What I am I missing? I, th- I felt like I, I felt the same way with both of them where I walked in. I got what felt like a Star Wars movie. I was fully entertained and it ended and I was like, I can't wait to see the next installment. Which is definitely what you should feel after watching it. But I think people expected it to be a little happier of a movie. And they were yeah, it wasn't really happy. No, it's not. It's definitely all. a downer. Yeah, it's definitely a little bit um, Empire Strikes Back in that regard. Sure. Yeah, it's definitely not the kind of movie you're gonna go in and be like, all right, we're gonna get more Wookies um, dancing around, or we're gonna get some Ewoks going. I would say what disappointed me the most was that there were two brand new adorable creatures, and they did not get enough screen time for my liking. Look, I am. Pro porg all the is way. Is that what it's called? A porg? Those little, that bird, little, little, little chicken thing things? Yeah. That they, I just wanted to be best friends with Chewy. Yeah. Oh my God. Those porgs. Like every time they popped up on the screen, I <laughs> was cra- they had me <laughs> cracking so up cute. every single time. They had big sad eyes. Oh, and then the, what was the other one? What was the other creature you There were? was like the crystal fox thing. Oh, those things were real cool. They had like no part. They did not. They were like a. I felt like I heard about them and I was expecting them to have a big part. Nope. They're, they were very loose, like yeah. very loose reason. I thought you were going to say the. The weird horses, which I did not care for. Oh, they were fine. They had just weird faces. Too I already, much. I already forgot about. Too them. much CG in those scenes, but yeah, possibly. The Star Wars movie. But yeah, all in all, I thought it was good. I'm going to say one thing, and this is going to be very unpopular, all and right. people are not going to like me for saying this. I love where you're going. I really love Carrie Fisher. I think she was an extremely funny person. I like her books, and I've liked her in things that I've seen her in, of course, including Star Wars. 
this last movie, did she act at all? She, she, I thought she was the worst part of the movie. She was not great. She wasn't great in Force Awakens either. No, she brings nothing. She's like dead face. Every line sounds the same. She makes no facial expressions. Kind of stilted delivery at times. It, really? Like, I really I really thought she took away from the movie. I'm sorry. Rest in peace, Carrie. You're forever Princess Leia, but is a general... That's I fair. I mean, you know, we, like I said, we don't want to kind of stomp on Terry Fisher's legacy, but she not like she was a very sought-after actress outside of Star Wars. No, it's true. Kind of tells you. It kind of tells you all you need to know. Like Mark Hamill, also not one of the world's great actors, but boy, he he brings it in this movie. He was great. He definitely was like, I'm enjoying being back famous, and I'm gonna I'm gonna live this to the hilt here. He he used his face well. I feel like sometimes that's hard for actors. There were a lot of close-ups. <clears throat> um, there's he, a ton of a, he had a lot of different emotion in his face. I think that's also part of the reason that's bugging people is like they Luke is not how you expect him to be in this movie. If you watched Return of the Jedi and then you jump right into The Last Jedi, mm-hmm. this is a totally different dude yeah. than where we left him off in the series. And they explain but I felt why. like it's where he should be. It all made sense. There and again, I'm not gonna really get into this. I'm just gonna make eyes at you so that you understand. But oh, yeah. some of the Ray stuff and some of the Separate Kylo Ren stuff. They're little weird. Little weird. They de- little weird. There's but I'm one, not saying one, anything about it. One scene in particular, everybody's like, "What the? Whoa, why are you doing that?" Yeah, I was okay with that scene. <laughs> good. I know that we know exactly what we're we talking do. about. We're connected. Um, but there was actually a lot of good work there that they did with the Ray and Kylo stuff. Like both of their storylines. That's the where the, like a big divergence is going from where people expected. Yeah. Like if you're going into this. Um, Whatever you're expecting, it's not going to be what It's you not straight sci-fi um, laser sword battle movie. There was a lot more drama, yeah. I thought, and inner turmoil and conflict. And there's, like, I love the general theme of the movie where, like, everything has an end and a beginning. Like, the, the fact that, like, one thing has to end for another thing to begin. They've yeah. been teasing it in the trailers, what that's the whole point of the series. And once you get into the movie and you get to the end, you definitely see that th- what the director was going for. Yeah. I, again, I don't understand what the 53 percent, I think, or 51 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I wish people would tell me why they felt so badly about it. It wasn't my favorite movie of the year, but it, I thought solid four, four out of five stars. It was one of my favorites. And like I said last week um, on our Best Of show, because just the way that it changed the storyline, like it's definitely giving the series a nice like empty palette to go into the last of the numbered movies, as mm-hmm. is the rumor. I want to ask you a question, and I did not look this up, so I apologize. The director is Rain Johnson? Uh, Ryan Johnson. Ryan Johnson. Yeah. Is he the guy who did Looper? Yes, he is. Okay, that's yep. what I thought, and I loved Looper. Yeah, uh, I think he also did uh, Jurassic World, too. Mm, not a great I one there. But yeah, he did um yeah, he did Looper. I did see the trailer for the new Jurassic Park movie before Ouch. Star Wars. Ouch. And I'm just like, look, <laughs> I have suspended my disbelief through a lot of movies. Why do you keep going back to the island with the dinosaurs that kill everybody? It Why is, do we keep doing it? It doesn't make any sense. We could take a divergence to talk about that trailer for a second because, woof, the new Jurassic Park movie looks bad. Oh, it, looks it looks terrible. terrible. I'm it, also over Chris Pratt. I'm he's, over him. He's a little oversaturation. He's just kind of playing Star-Lord and everything now. Yeah. Like I don't want to 
warn people off of new Jurassic World movie, but mm, I don't know. That one looks like it's going to be kind of a stinker. I mean, how many times can they just be chased by dinosaurs? Like, stop going back. Like, maybe if the dinosaurs all swam or they, they got together and they made a boat and they came to America and we were like, we got to fight them. That makes sense. But why are people taking really long journeys to the island and then being like, oh, no, we got to run from these dinosaurs again? And not only that, they're like, we're going to throw a, vol- a burning volcano into this. Yeah, dinosaurs just, versus volcano. It's like someone, a sci-fi someone's movie. Someone's going to have to really drag me to that. Yeah. But, okay, so we both agree Star Wars is great and go see it. Yeah, go check out Last Jedi. But let us know if you hate it and like explain def- to us yeah. why. Yeah, we'll, you know, comment on our thing. Don't forget to... Subscribe and listen to us on SoundCloud and everybody. Look Check us out there. That's Take it. up your you're our plug man and, a, and I like it. I'm a professional. What can I say? Okay. So we're gonna move on from that. And because this episode is airing um, on January first, is a new year and it could be It's a new year, it's a new you. It, that's what I was gonna say. That's great. See Get out of my head, creep. Never. It could be a new I'm a all new up you. In there. So what we've done is we've put together some movies that we feel are good to watch in the new year for whatever reason. Maybe they're inspirational. Maybe they'll help create a new you. They'll motivate you. And then um, I also have some books. Do you have some books too, Jacob? I do have some books. Okay, cool. So you want to start with movies? Sure. Why don't you go ahead and start? All right. So I have a bunch of them and they are in no specific order. So I'm just going to kind of jump in on movies that I thought inspired me. I'm going to start Actually, this is, this is my number one. This movie. Are we doing them in order or are we just kind of going? No, this is, we're all over the place, but dash. I have to start with this because if I ran out of time, I would never forgive myself. It's, it's a big problem of ours. But <laughs> the movie Working Girl, do you oh, know it? I do know Working Girl. Melanie Griffith, Harrison wow. Ford. Man. It okay. is one of my all-time favorite movies. I think I've seen it more than most movies, which is a telling, um, it's about a secretary with, with big dreams and Big she's you know she's working in New York City. Let's say that her dreams are larger than the skyscrapers in New York City. Do you like that? That's Doesn't great. that it's paint a, a that, picture for you? That's a tagline right there. Put but that on the box. Just watching her struggle and her climb and everything that she can do, really sky's the limit when it comes to things that we can accomplish and i feel that it really makes you think about the possibilities in your own life the final scene is one of the most majestic scenes in film you just you kind of stand up and cheer along so working girl yeah all the but i'm I glad like, you saw it you like it yeah i do like that movie like yes. it's the same thing like nine to five working girl like it's uh the 80s had a renaissance of the Lady in the Office movies, and they were usually usually pretty good. Oh, let me tell you something terrible about the movie. So okay. as you know, I'm I'm truly in love with Working Girl. The main character is Tess McGill. Indeed. I have a pin of her that I wear on a coat. I love her so much. So in a pivotal scene in the film, she delivers this line. It's, it's very moving when you watch the whole movie. So recently, I watched the second installment of the Fifty Shades of Grey movie. Why did you do that? Because my sister and I hate watch them. And oh, it is okay. as bad as anyone can imagine. Gotcha. It is the worst acting in the world. I'm, I'm, but, over, I'm over here winking, if you can't see. So they, I don't know, pay homage to Working Girl, I guess, because that is her mom. Dakota Johnson is Melanie Griffith's daughter. Oh, is she? Really? It, yes, but it's infuriating. Hold on, let me play the clip for you. <clears throat> I, uh, I expect you to call me Tess. I don't expect you to fetch me coffee unless you're getting some for yourself. And, um, the rest will just 
makeup as we go along. I expect you to call me Anna. And I don't expect you to fetch me coffee unless you're getting some for yourself. And the rest of it will just make up as we go. Okay? Ugh. That's that's more than an homage. That Ugh. is straight up taking the lines and poorly done at that. Grossed out. But anyway, working girl, motivational. Go watch it. Maybe okay. maybe stay away from Fifty Shades Darker. Don't think you have to see that one. Yeah, unless you're a true Le- true fan. Less it's mo- really bad. Less motivational there. <laughs> okay, what do you got for us? Okay, so as I am a guy, in case oh. you did not notice. Oh, that's great to know. Spoiler alert. That's perfect. Um, there's one movie that inspires and can bring any growing man to tears. And that, of course, is Rudy. The oh, Sean Rudy. Astin. Yes, the Sean Astin story about trying to make the Notre Dame football team. Yes, definitely inspirational. Yeah, it's um. If you haven't seen the movie, first off, what's wrong with you? Like, there's one. It's wow. like literally the quintessential sports movie. Judgment. It's you know what? If you have not seen Rudy, you deserve to be judged. Um, if you have not seen it, it's the story. Um, Sean Astin plays the titular Rudy. Um, he's just a little. Small little scrappy kid who is big dream is to play on the Notre Dame Fighting Irish football team. Now this is set back when Notre Dame was like the big thing before cable, the three networks, and they always were on TV. So the guy's undersized. Definitely is not the kind of player you expect to be able to make the team. And everybody keeps telling him it's never going to happen, dude. Just give it up. Yeah. But he just keeps plugging away and fighting. You know, beating all the obstacles in his way and just through positivity in his own sheer personality and force of will eventually is able to get into Notre Dame managed to get himself on the team yeah and then you, just, you get to watch everybody weep and cry in the end there Sean Astin what an amazing career he got to be Rudy yep I mean he got to be in Goonies no one's ever going to stop watching Goonies Lord of the Rings obviously best thing that's ever happened to film Stranger Things yeah, he, <laughs> he's yeah. got the best he's the best, best part of Stranger Things this season he was really great so, yeah, go check out Rudy. Um, watch every guy in the room cry at the end of that movie. And oh, I'm getting a little I'm getting a little wispy get, over here. Oh, look at that. Just thinking about There's it. There's just one beautiful single tear <laughs> dripping down Jacob's cheek. That's racist. <laughs> one te- the one tear going down the thing there. Yeah, is that probably, your phone? Yeah, it was my phone. That was inappropriate. I know. This I'm is, sorry. This is work time. Turn your <laughs> phone off. We're anyway, too much in demand. <laughs> That's now, what it apparently. is. So I'll stick with sports films. Um, I'm not a huge sports film person, but I saw one that I thought was pretty motivational, and that is the movie Rush. Do you know that movie from 2013 about the um, the F1 drivers? I know of it, but I never watched it. Yeah, James Hunt and Nicky Lauda. I really like it because every time he says his name in the movie, he's like, I'm Nicky Lauda. But it's <laughs> a great name. I'd say it like that, too. It's really good. It's like these two drivers are pitted against each other. And I would also like to say for the record, I don't care about race car driving at all. I care about it zero percent. I saw this movie because it was at the cheapy shows. It was like a dollar fifty. And it was one of like my surprise favorite films of the year. But yeah, it's just you watch the extremes of mental and physical uh, endurance and they're like the best drivers the world has ever seen. Based on a true story, too. Yeah, absolutely. True story of Nikki Lauda and James Hunt, who is played by Chris Hemsworth. And Swoon. Yeah, he looks really good. It's Chris Hemsworth. When is mm. when does Hemsworth not look really good? It's true. So, yeah, so that's another sport one I recommend. All right, to you. All right, I am going to go with the best Stephen King, possibly the best movie of all time, The Shawshank Redemption. Hey, it's on my list. Yay. Figured that was going to be on one of ours. We had to get that out of the way. Oh, it's the best movie. That movie is one that... 
every time it would come up on TNT or USA. AMC and, for me. Yeah. Anything, like it would be halfway through, it would be a quarter of the way through. It didn't matter. There were commercials. Half of it was cut out. You have to stop what you're doing and you have to watch the Shawshank Sec- Redemption. The second it comes out, you're like, well, I guess I know what I'm doing well, for that, the next two that hours. That day's shot. Yeah, like, <laughs> oh, I guess I'm going to watch this dude. It just, oh my God. A movie that when it came out, it was, nobody went to see it. The critics didn't like it audiences just ignored it did they really i didn't they know did. all that oh it was i a, know it was based on a short story which turned into the longest movie yeah it yeah it was a big bomb like it did not oh. do well at all and then when it got into the vhs market people started watching it and they're like well this movie's pretty awesome that's such a strong message of friendship and perseverance uh tim robbins morgan freeman oh, the ultimate the first Red. the first tv movie bromance for sure it really is they are just like the best of friends. Um, Their bonding is beautiful. So um, in case you're wondering what the movie's about, if you haven't seen it, it is Tim Robbins gets sent to Shawshank Jail for the murder of his wife and her lover. And then, you know, it's a little vague for most of the movie, whether or not he did or not. But honestly, it doesn't really matter. Like the whole yeah, point. I don't like, think he did. No, he didn't do it. We, yeah. it's, they make it pretty obvious halfway through he didn't do it. But like, it's just one of those movies where. But it wouldn't matter if he, not wouldn't matter if he did, but a lot of the criminals, they did commit crimes. Yeah. But they're in jail and you can kind of see the stages of redemption. Yeah, you see like, and then just Andy coming in there, shaking everybody up. Everybody just kind of in the doldrums and just by this guy's personality coming in there, he ends up putting like a new life into the prison and into the, uh, into the other prisoners and is ultimately a change for good, like in this horrible, hopeless situation. Granted, everyone that is listening has probably seen the movie, but yeah. yeah. Check well, it you know, out there's, again for there's the There's still new the year. 1% that haven't. So, yeah. Shawshank Redemption, go check it out. Get people. it from the library so you don't have to watch the commercials. Yeah. And you get to see all the other adult themes in there. <laughs> there's his adult situations. Jacob the, loves his adult themes. <laughs> I love them. They're the best. <laughs> I'll take adult themes over YA themes any day of the week. You're, you're a big man. All right, let's move on to something else. Okay, so another movie. One that I didn't think I was really going to like, but I loved, is Wild. From 2014, the one about the Cheryl Strayed, where she's uh, played uh, by Reese Reese Witherspoon. Okay. I did not see that movie. Oh, it's really good. So I'd heard mixed things about the book, that the character was kind of whiny. It's a true story about uh, Cheryl Strayed and that she set off on a months-long trek on the Pacific Crest Trail, and she had, like, pretty much no outdoor experience in a backpack that was way too heavy, and you just walk for months. Hmm. Okay. That sounds relaxing, actually. No, it's a really, really hard. She's super unprepared. Um, But it's really fascinating to see sort of this formative moment play out, and it's really vivid in the film. So, I again, I never read the book. It's really popular. Maybe it's great, but I highly recommend the film. It's one that I actually went to the theaters uh, to see alone and felt like it was the best possible movie to watch by yourself. Really? Yeah. Well, you must be good if you went to go see it alone. You yeah. Know. I just felt like seeing it. It was something to do that day. So, Always. oh, my gosh, I think I might have even seen that, like, on New Year's or the day after. It's a great time. It's yeah. very topical. Like, now it seems to be the time to do that, too. So. Yeah. So go see that. All right. Let's see what we got here next. All right. I'm going to go with another sports movie here. This one's going to switch up sports. We're going to go from football to basketball, and I'm going to go with Coach Carter with Samuel Jackson. Did you ever see that movie? No, I have not. Now, it's a little bit, it's another true story um, about a coach who, uh, you know, it's it seems like they kind of wrote it in a script factory because it's the old. They go to like the down and they're out school. They got the old like problems with crime and everything in the it's community. Dangerous minds yeah, with, he, with balls and yeah, sports. Yeah, exactly. It's uh, definitely a dangerous minds kind of plot. But 
Um, it's definitely a movie that teaches the people. It's about, the whole theme of the movie is that like if you have if you show people respect or you have respect in yourself, then you can will yourself to be greater than you are. And Sam Jackson, great performance, by the way, just commands the screen. Not that that's a surprise for Samuel Jackson. Does he swear a lot? Actually, no. Wow, this now is, that is an astonishing this, performance. No, because his whole role is he like, you know, he's very respectful of everybody. So he's basically trying to set the example of the kids that like, you don't have to be disrespectful. You don't have to be a jerk all the time. If you okay. give if you give people respect they will give it back to you if you tre- like treat others the way you want to be treated is a major theme of the movie. So he goes through the whole thing, calling all the players like, you know, say, like, can you do this for me, sir? Except when they're at practice. But when he's asking me, like, will you do something for me, sir? Or if he's talking to people in the public, he'd be like, sir, ma'am, before he addresses them. Just showing the guy like the right way to have manners. Okay. And that if you just hold yourself you know, in a certain way, people will treat you that way. This is way. how you've learned to be the man that you are, Jacob. Well, you know, I don't take the sir and the ma'am too well. But I, sh- I should be listening to Sam Jackson. You should. Let him We let should him all listen to you. Sam Jackson. 2018 Jacob. Why am I not listening to Nick Fury? Polite little booby. Should have learned that. All right. So because I want to get into books, I'm going to just kind of do one more film. Okay. But I'm going to recommend a couple others. So we're going to go with uh, Strong Women here. So I would recommend G.I. Jane. Shockingly, good movie. I know, should have been terrible, but it's <laughs> actually a good been. movie. Um, that has uh, Demi Moore who joins the Navy SEALs. Um, What's love got to do with it? The uh, Tina Turner story. That's a great movie. That's a rough watch too, right there. It is a rough watch, but she has en- endured unspeakable personal trials and ends up emerging as a huge superstar and very strong woman. Great performance by Lawrence Fishburne in that. Yeah, he's he's good. Um, and then, so my final would be Aaron Brockovich. So that is a great movie. Not only do you see like this strong female character who has to balance all of these crazy things, but I think it's a really spellbinding film. And Julia Roberts is wonderful, and she is not one of my favorites. I feel like she's usually in movies just to smile and not do much more, but I feel like she really brings it in this movie. I do hate Julia Roberts, but she is excellent in Aaron Brockovich. Okay, I, will give her, I, will I think give that her says a lot. Yeah. yeah, She actually gets my seal approval in that movie, which is a hard thing to get. Yeah, it really just shows you like if you're talented that you know maybe you, you can change the world if, if you are able to apply it. So All right, yeah. great way to start the year. All right, I'll, th- I'll rapid fire a quick three here for okay. you guys. Um, three that I'm going to go with are, I'm going to start with Children of Men, the Clive <gasps> Owen movie. That's one of my favorite movies oh, of all time. That is one of the best movies I've ever seen in my life. I don't totally know that it's an inspirational New Year's film, but I don't care because it's the best. There's hope. you got to have hope. That's There's true. always hope in even the most dire of situations. There is hope. And even if you don't believe that theme, just see the movie because it is sight to behold best. One, one of the best movies you ever top three see. top three films um after that i'm gonna go with cool runnings from disney <laughs> the story of the jamaican bobsled team you can hear michelle i popped her with that one cool runnings cool runnings wasn't that the jam that was a good movie of what i remember yeah. the jamaican bobsled team actually, which if the idea should make you chuckle just hearing i it. have to double check and make sure the library owns that because at one point it was out of print was it so I'll really? make sure that we still have the DVD. If not, I'm going to find it. And then lastly, I'm going to go with the anime route, and you should go check out Spirited Away. Oh, so good, too. Anytime you get some Studio Ghibli in there, you definitely should. But this is one of the best anime movies of all time, yeah. and it is just a good movie to... Just a good movie overall? Yeah. I so love your list. Ch- thank your you. Your list made me happy. Nice. We inspired you 
with the list. And we I hope can't believe there was the no like wrestling movies on there. I was dreading no, that. No, wait till we get to the books. We'll see oh how that goes. Gosh. All right. So moving on to books. So first off, one of my all-time favorite books and perfect New Year book, like really start with this, is The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho. Okay. It's it's a masterpiece. It's like a mystical story of um, this guy Santiago who is a shepherd and he yearns to travel in search of worldly treasure and. It's a very satisfying quest that he goes on, and it really teaches us the essential wisdom of listening to our hearts and learning to recognize opportunity and omens that are strewn along life's path and really just a follow-your-dreams book. So it is it is sold like millions of copies around the world. So I think it's been transforming lives and it could transform yours. It no doubt will. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. All right. My first book, I'm going to go with Mankind, Have a Nice Day, A Tale of Blood and Sweat Socks by Mick Foley. Professional wrestling book oh, right off the bat. It is a long book. I bo- knew it. It is a long book, but it is handwritten by Mick Foley. It's an autobiography of his life. <sighs> and it is, it's, it, trust me. He's the king of the wrestling death match, so it's a very oh. violent. Oh and well, if he's story. the king, I'm gonna read it. But he also goes from he's always, he spent his whole life wanting to be a wrestler. He did everything in his life to achieve that goal, and he ended up becoming WWE champion. So one of the biggest wrestlers in the world and a legend in the business. So. Spoiler alert, Jacob! I never didn't uh, know yeah. he became the best because well, I've never heard of him. Pick up the book, and you will find out. Hang on, let me write down the title. It's uh, yeah. Do you see that I'm not writing anything? Jeez. <sighs> Lack of respect in my book choices. I'm sorry. I'm, All right, what I do you, apologize. What do you got? Okay, so this is another. So this is kind of similar to Wild, where she's walking the Pacific Crest Trail. The book Into the Wild by John Krakauer. Um, if I hope I say his name right, I feel like I say it wrong all the time. But um, you it's, got it right. It's is it right? I know you said but, so you got it right. Uh, I don't know what the guy's name is. Krakauer. Oh, Krakauer. I don't know. Anyway, Sounds good. so it's based on the true story of Chris McCandles, who was this well-educated and very abled young man from a good family, and he had money and potential and supposed to go to schools and be a big thing. Um, but after he did graduate from Emory University, he gave the balance of his savings account to Oxfam, and he just disappeared from society to live the life of a recluse, and he ventured into territories where many people have not gone, in Alaska, and it is a great book and a great story that is very inspiring. All right. Definitely check it out. It's also a movie, so you can check out the book and the movie. The movie is good, too. The Sorry. movie is definitely good, too. So, yeah, come check it out. Did everybody. you read the book or see the movie? I saw the movie. I didn't read the book. book is good. Yeah. Everything he writes is really good, though, so extra plug for him, even though I never took the time <laughs> to learn how to say his name properly. I'm well, a jerk. Okay. Well, you know, you read them, they go in your head. All right. Now, next one I have. Everything All at Once, How to Unleash Your Inner Nerd and Tap into Radical Curiosity and Solve Any Problem by Bill Nye. It's I the feel like you read a lot of books that have really long titles. Well, a lot of nonfiction. That's how it goes. But it's a duo book. It's a biography or autobiography by Bill Nye about his life and his, um, like his career. But it also goes on how his ideas on how we can change our way of thinking to like take away all our prejudices. Like the line in the cover note is like, so there's always somebody, everybody knows something you don't know. So sure. it's basically a way, a whole system and how to like let yourself be open to that so you can learn more stuff. So That actually sounds great and it's really good. Yeah, it's a pretty good book. And anything it's Bill Nye, you know, 
I've never read anything by him, but that sounds really good. That definitely sounds like a good start the year off right book. Yeah. See, look at all this praise I'm giving you. I'm not yeah, all negative. After I had to call you on it. <laughs> not all negative. Okay, so another one for me, which might be a random book because it has some really dark points, but The Sparrow by Mary Doria Russell, which I will also say is my, if I had to choose, all-time favorite book. Really? It is, yeah, it's a really visionary work. It's like speculative fiction. Um, it has a lot of deep physiological inquiry. Like it's it's about this Jesuit priest, uh, Emilio Sandoz, and he leads a scientific mission um, into space to find intelligent life. So it sounds really sci-fi heavy, but it's not. It's a really beautiful and poetic book. Um, it kind of begins with faith and hope and beauty and then there's a lot of catastrophe too. It has a lot of, like I said, really dark points, but it's provocative, it's challenging, it's intelligent, and I feel like it leaves deep cracks in your beliefs and prejudices and things like that. So that is a good way to start the, the new year is to kind of change things about yourself, you know, maybe oh. you're, you're not even aware of. Well, the fact you said it's your favorite book is enough to... It's amazing. It's enough to get me in the door. Check it out. <laughs> All right, I'm going to... We're running out of time, so I'm going to start, and I'm going to hit two real quick, just kind of rattling them off here for you. Um, I'm going to go with Everything I Never Told You by Celeste Ning. It's a new book. Yeah. Um, basically about a Chinese family and how... Or a Chinese parent, a mixed racial daughter, and how her death affects her family and what it means to her. Okay. Definitely That's one on my list. Out. Um, also with that, um, I'm going to go with 48 Laws of Power by Robert Greene. Um, basically, it just kind of puts together a bunch of um, th- philosophies on life throughout history and compiles them all into 48 rules. So one of the library's most popular books. Come check it out. Okay, great. So I have more, but we're going to sit we're on them until another time. Because we're out of time. We're out of time. I don't, we're starting the new year off so rushed. Oh, but. No. But this was really great. Again, thanks for joining us and starting your year off with... Um, All booked up. The ever-sensitive Jacob Miracle. And the luminous Michelle Snyder. There it is. I like that one. So, happy new year to everybody. Happy new year, folks. And, yeah, I hope it's a good year. Take it easy. Let me just turn everything off. Yeah, it's not going to happen. What are you talking about? I'm not actually done. This is for you, Jacob. Why didn't the thief burgle the library? Why didn't he? Because he was afraid the judge would give him a long sentence. That's it. I'm just, I'm not even. Oh no, Jacob's over. The podcast is over. Jacob quit. (laughs) All right, everybody, take it easy.